everybody, and welcome to Coach's Corner. I'm going to talk to you about self-love today. We all know self-love is incredibly important, but what exactly does it mean, and how do you actually do it? That's what I'm going to cover today. Okay, so let's all take a deep breath before we talk about self-love. And that's one of the things we can do to love ourselves is to actually breathe. We're so disconnected from our body and our breath so much during the day. So it's always a good reminder to just take a deep breath. So self-love, what is it? Um, First, I'm going to give you some things that define self-love, at least from my point of view, and ideas for how you can amp it up. And then I'm also going to give you a new perspective on how to understand self-love. So hopefully it makes it a little more, well, for lack of a better word, practical for you to understand and apply. So the first thing, and really the most important component of self-love is radical self-acceptance. Love is not conditional. It's really loving yourself right here, right now. Even if there are things you want to shift or goals you want to attain, you accept and love yourself fully for the person you are right now. It's not about loving your future self, but your current day self and your past self, which brings me to the next component, self-forgiveness. It's not beating yourself up for things in the past. It's having no regrets. It's letting go, knowing that you learn lessons and moving on. It's forgiving yourself for judgments you've made on yourself and also forgiveness of others because holding on to anger, resentment, perceived rejection, or blame is not self-loving and it really, really wears on you. Which brings me to the next one, self-expression. Often, before we can get to forgiveness, we have to emote our feelings. We have to express them, not necessarily to the person, but in a healthy way, like I teach in the emotional section of expectation hangover. We have to really get our feelings out. We don't want to hold them inside. It's like holding a beach ball underwater. It takes a lot of energy and it can just lead to all kinds of depression, suppression, repression, and illness. You know, I was asked on a panel a few weeks ago how to to get to forgiveness after living through something like sexual abuse. And my answer to the question was, well, first you got to, you got to feel it. You have to have the courage to actually feel the feelings. You can't just jump to forgiveness. So self-expression is an important component to self-love, really honoring our feelings, honoring what's real and riding the waves of those feelings. It's also about speaking your truth, expressing what you need to say with truth and love. And it's also about creativity. We're all creative in our own ways. We may not be painters or musicians, but we all need creative expression of some kind. Self-love is also about our self-talk. What matters most is not just what we say to others. A massive part of self-love is what we say to ourselves. What is your self-talk like? I've often asked you on this show, if you talk to your friends like you often talk to yourself, would you have any friends? Really think about that. Self-love is also about self-care. I've said before that our self-care tank is not like our gas tank. I can drive my car, and I often do because I really hate getting gas, all the way to empty and it will still run. But that's not necessarily true for us. Yes, we may run, but we're so run down. We need to keep our self-care tank full full, full, full. And when it starts to get even a little bit low, we fill it back up. And lastly, self-acknowledgement, 
this is huge, massive, huge. You must feel proud of yourself and not just for goals, proud of little things that you do, proud of speaking up, proud of having courage, proud of yourself for no reason. Just looking at yourself while you walk by the mirror and said, damn, you look fine today. That's the kind of acknowledgement that you really, really need. You need to be your own best friend. Really keep your word with yourself. So you establish trust with yourself. Spend time with yourself and have fun with yourself. Which also brings me to another important element of self-love, pleasure. I think this is one of the most underrated aspects. We need to have pleasure, whatever that means to you. Maybe it's a massage. Maybe it's eating dark chocolate really, really slowly. And then there's the kind of pleasure we have with other people. Sometimes we forget how important pleasure is. So make sure you're getting some pleasure in your life because that is an act of self-love. Now, as I mentioned, I want to give you a new way to look at self-love. I want you to look at self-love as a relationship you have with yourself. Now, just like any relationship, it's going to go through its ups and downs. There are times when there are triggers, communication breakdowns, one person is judgy or breaks a commitment. There are expectation hangovers in any relationship you have, right? And your relationship with yourself is like any other relationship you have, except for the fact that you have more dominion, dare I say control, over it because it's only you and you. You're going to go through ups and downs. Do not expect to be in self-love all the time. Otherwise, you will get an expectation hangover. Just like relationships have challenges that make them stronger, you will have inner challenges that will make you stronger. There will be days you judge yourself, criticize yourself, sabotage yourself, make self-defeating choices, and so on, and that is okay. A big part of self-love is how you are with yourself during those challenges because that is what helps you have an even more loving relationship with yourself. Let me draw a parallel here with meditation because I sense that may help explain this even better. People think meditation and being a good meditator is about having no thoughts. They're just supposed to achieve the state of bliss and nothingness and hear the voice of God or see angels. And for some people that may happen, but for most of us, meditation is really about the practice of seeing the mind drift away and then going, oh, my mind drifted away and bring it back to the now. And then being in the now and then seeing the mind drift away again, going, oh, I'm away and coming back to the now. So let me relate this back to self-love. There's a misunderstanding that we're supposed to unconditionally love ourselves all the time. No judgment, self-care at hundred percent, and just be in this loving space 24 seven. I have met no human that has this level of constant self-love. So just like meditation is the practice of having a thought and coming back to the present moment, Self-love is the practice of observing yourself when you're out of self-love and then gently bringing yourself back to love. What is not self-love is thinking you're doing it wrong or you don't have what you want in your life because you don't love yourself enough. And once you love yourself, things will magically appear. Although that makes some sense, there is no there with self-love. It's a consistent practice. And the more you practice it, the more you will attract things that are in alignment with love. But please, please drop the expectation that you have to be 100% there or you're failing at self-love and you're not going to have what you want in your life. Self-love is a relationship between you and you. So be gentle with yourself. Talk to yourself. Care for yourself. Acknowledge yourself. Nurture yourself like you would someone you love. And I am sending you so much love. 
I hope that you find this explanation of self-love useful. As always, I love hearing from you. You can write me something in the show notes. You can pop me a message on Instagram. I love seeing so many of you sharing about episodes and about the show. And of course, leaving ratings and reviews is super, super helpful as well. And before I sign off, I just want to take a moment to thank our sponsor for this episode is Organifi products. You've heard me talk about Organifi. They are a line of organic superfood blends that offer plant-based nutrition with super high quality ingredients and less than three grams of sugar. I love all their products, but today I want to talk to you about their Organifi green juice. It is a great way to start your day or have an afternoon snack, or I bring the little packets on planes with me and put them in my water bottle so I know I'm getting good, healthy nutrition while I'm in the air. The superfoods in the green juice help reduce stress and reset your system. They contain a clinical dose of ashwagandha and helps to support healthy cortisol levels, which aid in weight management and stress. It takes just 30 seconds to prepare your green juice. I actually think less. You can buy the big tub or you can buy the individual packets. You can put it in your smoothie. Everything is 100% USDA certified organic. And those normal cortisol levels are really important. I, I would bet if I did all of your blood work or cortisol is actually sometimes better to measure in saliva or urine, but that's a whole nother subject. If I were to test all your cortisol levels, I bet they'd be high. So why not do some things to help lower that cortisol level, help reduce food cravings, and also taste delicious. So you can get 20% off all Organifi products when you go to Organifi.com slash over it. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash over it for 20% off all your products. Sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time.